0: Konnichiwa. Welcome back to my podcast guy. <laughs> yes, as a lot of requests, uh, today, episode 5, I bring on the famous German Japanese boy, Hikaru Osaka. Of course, Hikaru is one of my close friends in the friend group here in the Netherlands. God, I only know crazy legendary people. <laughs> as, as, people as people expected, he's a monster, an immortal working machine the one who left library the last during the exam period, the one who worked the hardest and drink till you die. Give it up for Hikaru.
1: <laughs> hey, dude. Thank you so much for yeah. um, inviting me into your podcast.
0: No, man, no worry. Mm-hmm. How are you, man?
1: It's good. I'm kind of like, it's my first time to be on podcast or like in, on any, you know, sort of like a broadcast show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so kind of like feeling nervous. And then, isn't it the season finale? What, what do you say? Is it the final season of your show? Isn't
0: it? No. No? Um, at first, no, yeah. At first, I thought I only do five episodes. Mm-hmm. And um just stop there for the first season. Mm-hmm. I don't even know that I continue for the second season or something. Mm-hmm. I thought it's just cool to say season one. Yeah. But uh, then the more I do it, I feel like... I want to do more because it's just so nice to listen to a lot of people and Mm -hmm. you can pick up something from them. Yeah. So yeah, I have in my mind Mm -hmm. some couple more guests and I will continue to do it. Yeah. So maybe another five Mm episodes and then, yeah, let's see what happens next.
1: Okay, that actually uh, takes up some of the pressure of me because if it's the final season, like, you know, I have to nail that thing with you. <laughs> and then it's like, no if I up. if I messed it up, like even these sweet Taiwanese girls, like Inca and Ariel will come to buck slap my face across.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah? You are the second Asian mm-hmm. on on my podcast. It's yeah, great.
1: I was feeling a bit of pressure. I was like, oh, damn, it's going to be the final season. So I cannot misbehave yeah. and you got to say something interesting and also ent- have to entertain your audience.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's fine. It's great. <laughs> it's good to have you on a podcast. Anyway, uh, did you see snow yesterday?
1: Yeah, it was really nice. Like yeah. firstly, yeah. like, you know, Utrecht had a snow and then I posted it on Instagram. And a lot of people are like, "We don't have it in Honigan." And I was oh, like, "Yeah, yeah that's yeah, but let me enjoy this first, and it's gonna go to Honigan eventually." But
0: yeah, it, yeah, it's snow like a um, two-hour layer mm-hmm. in Honigan, but yeah. still, it's it's my first time see it snowing, like my my first time saw snow mm-hmm. in Japan. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was in uh, Fuji mountain, like mm-hmm. I saw snow on the ground, but, but it wasn't snowing. Yeah. So yesterday is my first time seeing snowing mm-hmm. and it's great.
1: Yeah, yeah. it finally feels it's like f- winter, you know, like before that we was just having a really cloudy day. It was a bit depressing. And then finally we see the white ground. It's like, you know, snowflakes flying around. So it finally feels like winter in the Netherlands, because even freaking Spain had Snow a couple of weeks yeah. weeks ago, and it's like Spain had a snow, Croatia had a snow, and then Netherlands no snow. So I was waiting for this like forever. And then I finally yeah. it happened. So I was like, damn, it's the the winter is finally here.
0: Yeah, yeah. We lucky man. Well, mm-hmm. twenty twenty suck, but at <laughs> least now it's snowing, so it's good.
1: Yeah, it's a good start.
0: Um, how how is the situation in uh? Uh, in Japan, the, the corona situation?
1: Um, In Japan, I th- actually, the situation is getting worse, you know. Um, the rest of the world is in lockdown and then trying to deal with corona situation urgently. But Japanese government, I think, took their actions quite slow. So the number is going like skyrocket high right now. And like, I think the total number of cases in Japan right now is around like seven thousand cases. Which mm-hmm. is still not that much compared to other countries, you know? Like other countries have more cases, like way more cases. But the thing is, uh in Japan the cases I think as far as I remember increasing by like five hundred, seven hundred every day.
0: Yeah, but like I, I, I wonder like how 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 is it possible? Because um Japanese people I I see them they wear masks everywhere and mm-hmm. they really kind of like the people who really organize and obey the rule. Yeah. But like why why are the cases going up?
1: Well like you know in the Netherlands or other European countries they actually close public um places like restaurant, cafe um and then 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 they like limit the type of places like grocery like, type of places you can open, like grocery stores mm-hmm. or pharmacies. But right now, like, everything is open in Japan. And of course, when you are mm-hmm. in a cafe or a restaurant, you don't wear a mask. Mm-hmm. So people just, I think, pick up coronaviruses, like, in all, in those open spaces, you rarely wear masks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the case is, so like, Japan is not really putting strict Um, regulations around these public spaces. So even though, you know, like most of the Japanese people have no problem wearing medical masks at all. Um, but there's always these, how do you, like these, how do you say, like, yeah, these situations are kind of, Mm -hmm. um, making the matter, like, worse because, yeah, the government is not really controlling it very well or, Causing down any places to protect
0: people. Do from do do people care though? Do people really scare of a uh, Corona situation?
1: Not really. No, they
0: don't. No, not at all. Hey, you fucking Japanese, you have samurai spirit. <laughs> you don't fucking care. Yeah, <laughs> like PLS people. <laughs> it's like we're gonna do with this like a man. Exactly. Um, like we're gonna oh, cut I, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. I remember like in 2018, I was in Japan and it's mm-hmm. so crazy that um, even Japan is in Asia. Mm-hmm. But for me, Japan is not Asian at all because, for example, if you see Asia as a whole and then, for example, you go to China, Hong Kong, uh, Taiwan, you know, Vietnam, Thailand, you see the similarity in the the maybe the the food culture, the mm-hmm. drinking culture and mm-hmm. the housing like the building everything the infrastructure but when 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 I was in Japan, it just blew my mind that everything is so different like you guys are on an island and it's like separate from everything from the war and you have sushi you you have your infrastructure is very different and it's'm I'm, I'm so curious like I think. Japan and uh, Korea, it's like stand on their own, like their own island, their own <laughs> continent. They're not Asian at all. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, so curious about Japanese culture and everything. Can you tell me more about like house life in Japan, like the food, the, the culture, the people, the work and ethic? Mm-hmm. I think, um, like Japan is
1: quite influenced by Western cultures. Like, that's mm-hmm. part of the reason why it doesn't really feel like Asia. I mean, like, Japan still has a very strong culture and a tradition, mm-hmm. so it's not completely invaded by um, Western cultures at all, in a way. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, mm-hmm. Japanese people always have this mindset or uh, tendencies to, like, like something exotic, you know? And then if the, mm-hmm. like, exotic things, um. Can in some way, benefit the Japanese culture. they just take it because we really like getting new things um things from abroad, and then I think it kind of happened like after World War two you know when American culture rolled in
0: mm-hmm. yeah but like c- can you give me an example about um exotic things though
1: like um, how do you say it? like McDonald's got really popular. <laughs> Mm-hmm. yeah and then also you know like on a Christmas day we don't celebrate Christmas in Japanese way you know Japanese way mm-hmm. uh we we buy Kentucky fried chickens really? <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man that's yeah. so funny like we buy we buy KFC you know bar park mm-hmm. but like yeah like we really like adapting these western concept into our culture to mm-hmm. sort of like enjoy um our life a little better in a different way mm-hmm. does it make sense like that's how we like use exoticism. Mm-hmm. yeah and then we really admire um foreign people so like mm-hmm. when you're working with your like friend from for example the netherlands like people just mm-hmm. stare at your face it's like wow like this guy is mm-hmm. like walking with uh like white guy kind
0: of like. That. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, do, is it though? Because when I look it up, I research a bit, mm-hmm. and then I kind of know that, um, for example, Japanese people they they view foreigner in Japan in mm-hmm. very different way, that is very opposite from what you just said. That yeah. they very admire foreigner. But uh, what I Google, I saw that Japanese people kind of a bit discriminate Mm -hmm. um, foreign people in a way? Is that true?
1: I think like the Japan is really homogenous culture. So there's always Mm -hmm. a clear line between foreigners and Japanese people. Like, -hmm. like, of course, we don't have crazy racism against foreigners. Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, it depends on the person. Some people just don't like foreigners at all. But like, in general, Japanese people don't discriminate uh, foreigners in a like a harsh way, but there's mm-hmm. always a clear line between foreign and Japanese people, and the Japanese people always look at them as sort of like an outsider. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we don't we don't consider even though, for example, like you study abroad in Japan, you spend um, consider you spend con- consider Amount of time, like for like in Japan, like let's say like three years, but Japanese people really don't think you belong to the country just because you have different nationalities.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. based on appearance, yeah. But is, is it also kind of like an expectation that, for example, that you said that uh, Japanese people draw a clear line? So, mm-hmm. is it um, apply, for example, if you are a foreigner and you work in? a Japanese company, do they expect more from foreigner people or like because you have draw that a clear line and they said that, oh, y- you are at our backyard, like mm-hmm. you are a foreigner in Japan, then I cannot expect a lot from you since you are not knowing around the area. And then, you know, like they set a different expectation for people who are foreigner, Mm -hmm. And they, if you are Japanese, they set a different expectation for you as a Japanese. Do do, do you see that exists?
1: I've actually experienced that in my previous job. Like Mm -hmm. I was, I was working in Osaka and we had a couple of American people working in our team. Because Mm -hmm. we were basically a digital marketing firm, um, doing business with some foreign firms to sort of Mm -hmm. like localize their products in Japan. But anyway, we had a couple of American people uh, in our teams and then they were definitely um, treated differently because I think, first of all, the manager of the company wasn't really used to foreigners, I think. And Mm -hmm. when he was, for example, pointing out the mistakes to um, these American people, he was Mm -hmm. more in more reserved, you know what I'm saying? Like he wasn't really mm-hmm. like going at them, but more like making like softer tone or like it sounded more distant, you know? Like he wasn't really trying to build any like a personal relationship through a uh, constructive conversation, but he, mm-hmm. was, he sounded very distant. I, it's kind of hard to explain, but he sounded very distant but when he was discussing issue about like with me, for example, about certain things, um, mm-hmm. like he felt like more personal.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I get what you. You mean. know,
1: you know what I mean. Yeah, like so, like it's it's a...
0: more like you you treat like your boss treat you like a person in a family, mm-hmm. not not really in the family, but it's more like personal engagement. Yeah, because you. Know his culture because you mm-hmm. also Japanese. Yeah. But with foreigner, he keep fin more formal and do not really engage. Just say things that need to be said only. Yeah.
1: And then and, mm. and also. Yeah, interesting, man. Yeah, like and also, um, like whenever whenever he's talking to you know like the Americans, he just look at other mm-hmm. Japanese people from time to time. To, yeah. you know, to make sure they're actually understanding. Like, but these Americans understand Japanese completely. But he just didn't mm-hmm. believe that they actually understand Japanese. So it's like mm-hmm. a part of the racism. I think we have in Japan against foreigners as well. Like, we don't really mm-hmm. assume that they can master our language. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But it's, it's hard, man. It's hard to learn Japanese. And then that the culture is so crazy. I can't i don't know i can i can quite relate it because japanese culture is just so nice that you're very respective you know like you really respect i remember when i was in japan when our bus is um a, like drive drove away from the restaurant the, the the owner like he just you know go outside and then he he bow until the bus <laughs> is not there anymore. That's so insane. Like, that's so extra. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, these people, they, they, you're very extreme. Yeah. And you work really hard. And then I was in uh, a grocery shop, like a grocery store. And then the, the, the girl just constantly very polite. She was like, hi, hi. And then yeah. like she constantly doing stuff. It's just, I was just so professional. And I have in my mind that, of, oh, I was like, if I was in Japan, I was going to have no job because yeah. here people work <laughs> really hard and they are, they're very, they're very precise. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, it's so insane.
1: Yeah. But that's and something. So polite. Yeah. But that's something like, like how is it we are programmed to do, you know, in like when you're working mm. for a restaurant in Japan, there's always a manual and protocols protocol of how to treat customers, for example. And then, um. And then on the, like on the foundation of Japanese hospitality, like you kind of have to consider your customers as gods. Yeah, so yeah, yeah so yeah, so you have to, you have to treat your customers, um, with extreme politeness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even though they look really polite and then they look really sincere to their mm-hmm. customers, like some, some more guys are like, you know like, fuck you just go away <laughs>
0: <laughs> no but in, in in a way I know that is too much polite like, maybe to some degree it's not very real mm-hmm. but in a way, I can see they take the job seriously yeah you know? like they, they they don't like oh fuck this I, I don't really care about the protocol and stuff mm-hmm. like that they, they do all, all bait it yeah and that and also the food that you guys just have the craziest food you have sushi and, and stuff it's just so healthy yeah man you don't really have um overweight like obese <laughs> people in japan right yeah well, that's insane
1: i mean like obesity is actually um becoming a social issue right now like i told you uh japanese culture is being influenced by western cultures and a lot of fast food places came to japan so mm-hmm. uh we started eating more westernized food, like fried chickens, fried potatoes, uh, more deep fried mm-hmm. things. So obesity is actually slowly becoming a social issue in Japan. And at mm-hmm. the same time, our you know, Japanese people is known for like, how long we live in our life.
0: So that is the measurement of how happy you are?
1: No, but uh, basically the life expectancy, like where you die, like Japanese people oh, yeah, generally yeah, yeah. live long, long life. But mm. the Japanese life expectancy is actually getting shorter nowadays because of uh, Western influences, like fast food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, all those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, yeah, definitely yeah. Japanese food is healthy. Like I miss Japanese food so much.
0: Yeah, man, yeah. It's definitely, but it's also really pricey. <laughs> but like uh, <laughs> yeah, um what about the 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 working ethic that I saw people working really hard mm-hmm. and and i'm I'm so curious, I wanna get around to understand what is their motivation, what's behind you know the the human mechanism of why people working really hard because even though I saw like when I was in Japan, I saw people like you know like really early in the morning they have all their suit on and they they sleep walking but they you know they, they went to the chain station and then even though i was in vietnam i live in an area there was a couple of japanese people and i saw really early in the morning they have their suit on and then they go to work and i think that guy he didn't even you know uh uh Shape his hair or something because it look like a mess, but he just <laughs> keep going to work, and I was like, "Wow, that's so much respect." But yeah. W- what behind all of that?
1: uh that's a really good question because I think depending on on the stage of life you are experiencing, the motivation behind your um uh, like hardworking behavior behavior is different. Um, mm-hmm. one of them is definitely your family, like your. Um, uh, hard working behavior is tied with your family, um, uh, strongly. Mm-hmm. So like you have a family to feed. it's so, like you have to work mm-hmm. hard to like, you know, uh, enough money to, uh, feed your family, like even if you don't like what you're doing at your company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the same time, um, I think it's also part of collectivistic cultural perspective of Japanese culture mm. so like we have um saving face behavior you know like you don't want to look bad to other people mm. yeah so but and like you can you can like because it's really collectivistic culture in Japan uh you can lose your face immediately even if you came to work a little bit late like you get kind of mm. shamed by other people you know right yeah
0: so, going to work early and working hard is not only a motivation behind that you have a family to feed, but it's also because you want to keep dignity, mm-hmm. that respect from other people and yeah. then from all the small things like going to work on time, mm-hmm. and you know working hard is just a way of uh, showing that you know, like, you are a, a, a respectable person, like, yeah. you are a, a, a reasonable person.
1: Yeah, and then, like, those small things really matter, especially for your promotion and things. Like, you just, you just don't want to look back to other people because these small things really can influence on your chance of getting promoted by your mm-hmm. supervisors, for example. So, like, you want to keep your social face, like, really positive within a company, So you have Mm -hmm. to present yourself in a positive way and then like only way you can um present yourself in a positive light in the company or in working environment is working hard you know doing things extra to sort of sell yourself yourself out to your supervisors for example
0: wow yeah but then what if that day you don't feel like you're working because of course, there's day you can't work hard. There's mm-hmm. day you feel like, Oh God, I just want to go home. Mm-hmm. But And there's many days like that. But, but yeah. how, how people push through it? Like people just fake working hard?
1: Yeah, like they just suck it up and go to work. Like even if you're feeling sick, even if you're feeling uh, extreme hangover, you have no other choice but to show up. Like
0: Oh my, it's yeah, terrible.
1: Yeah, even I would say so one day can like influence on your um, social presentation quite negatively. And then mm-hmm. I'm seeing like many examples of people skipping their works uh, because of whatever reasons. It, it sounds very possible, you know, they feel really sick or mm-hmm. they have some family matter or they have um, other private reasons. They really cannot show up in the company. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes people complain about you know um these people who skip the day because of you know like more sensible reasons, but like it can mm-hmm. really like but your absence even on one day can really affect you affect your um reputation in a company, and then people see that yeah. daily, so that's why they kind of have to work hard
0: so it's also a fact by the high expectation of 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 society and then yeah. all the like generally all the company expect that mm-hmm. if you are working you have to take it very seriously and then yeah. you need to forget how to be a man is.
1: Yeah. I mean like no of course not everyone hates their job. Like like of course like a lot of people still doing their jobs because they love mm-hmm. like what they are doing in the companies. But um yeah like you also have to like we also have to like earn some achievements in the company. like it could be your organizational status like if you're a manager, if you are junior manager in certain departments, you know and then like you really have to constantly keep earning these achievements from the from your companies to for example, stay in a company.
0: That's so. That's so brutal. Yeah, it is. I think, in a way, I I very respect the way they take it very seriously. Mm-hmm. But it's also kind of like for me to see it. It very brutal in a way that. That people not consider it like, a normal human, like a man, like yeah. a, a man where you have feeling when you go to work. There's people. There's some that you feel down. You need need you need to pay sick. You know, you need to take a sick leave. Mm-hmm. You it's like a like a like a non-stop working machine
1: yeah like and then people balance.
0: expect a lot from it yeah, yeah. Like so work-life balance not existent in japan
1: yeah it's quite bad i think like really bad like you know uh you've already seen the uh people like passing out in in a train yeah yeah like sleeping on yeah, on their commute to the train mm. like while standing up inside a train yeah. Yeah. And then
0: Oh, that's terrible.
1: Yeah. And overtime is like a really normal thing in Japan. Like you stay in a company until nine or ten to just finish up mm-hmm. your tasks for the day. But like you you stay in your company like that long because the load like the load, workload is really insane sometimes. But you have to mm-hmm. finish this fixed amount of tasks you've been given by your companies within that mm-hmm. day. And then your boss would have to be able to check those tasks from you. And then if mm-hmm. you said, for example, it was too late, like it was really late at night, so I couldn't finish it, that makes your boss actually unhappy. Mm-hmm. And then that connects to your reputation, you know, like, oh, this person cannot really do things like efficiently, wow. cannot yes. really finish things in time. So maybe we should reduce the manual work he or she has to do, but at the same time, if you're actually doing less than other people, like, mm. the way you look to other people is different, you know? You maybe get some, like, jealousies from other people, you know, like, they're getting paid um at the same amount of prices as yours, but you're doing less, so people get, like, automatically hostile towards you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's kind of, like, affect... That affects kind of, like, your... Uh, social reputation within your evening friendship
0: So it's a uh, constantly comparison and trying to satisfy your management, your 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 boss mm-hmm. that to make him happy and to see you as uh A valuable worker and then Mm -hmm. also constantly looking over your shoulder to check to other people that you are a working hard person yeah that's so crazy yeah but like do people have the counter mindset that do people have the, the the mindset that was like this is so insane that i'm not gonna take this kind of level on um, sufficiency because I know how sufficient I am and then I'm standing on my own, I have my own character mm-hmm. my personality and I, I know how much i worth or is it more that it's you in that big culture that is just so knit and collective that you can't really get out of that mindset that you need to constantly working on that.
1: Yeah like people complain about the workload that they were given by their mm-hmm. bosses like also like my team leader from the last company was always really unhappy at the amount of work she sometimes gets from that job because it's not really like proportional to her income so she was mm-hmm. you know getting paid certain like certain amount of money but she gets like insane amount of work from the company and the company wasn't really giving her raise you know, like in, like usually um you have to get paid more to do more for your company. It's just a principle of, mm-hmm. you know, uh, work yeah. or the employment. It has to be like this healthy, but she was getting like mm-hmm. insane amount of work from the company and she wasn't getting paid enough for the amount of work mm-hmm. she does. So she eventually quit her work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, but at the same time, you cannot really stop doing what you're doing because it looks insane to you. Mm-hmm. Because you talk, like you said, because like, as you said, Japan is a collectivist culture. And at the same time, uh, Japan it has really strong authority, authoritarianism, you know, like mm-hmm. authority is everything. They decide what you do. Uh, and you cannot oh, so really. You cannot really go up against them because there's no point of going up against them because they don't really listen to you.
0: Okay, so it's yeah. more like even though you quit the company because they don't satisfy your you know, your working your working style as considered like a human mm-hmm. and you go into other company but it's also the same type yeah. of, of, of working style that they demanding more from you. Mm-hmm. That they trying to get more from you mm-hmm. than they 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 actually pay for you, and then it's kind of like sum up and it's, it's draw a line that if you are a worker, then you expect to work that much, yeah. and you need to finish this kind of task.
1: Yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah, I That's think because... yeah, I think the work environment is becoming better nowadays because um like there are so many issues, you know. Uh, we've talked about this before, but people really work to death. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. this woman I, I was... I know really, that
0: It's called uh, Karoshi. Yeah. From Overworld. Karoshi, yeah. That's
1: so, insane. So, it, like, like, some people got really sick or some people got traumatized by working way too hard and then there are literally similar cases of death, you know, uh, by working hard. Mm-hmm. So, it became a huge Japanese... Uh, like it's the, it became a really huge social um issue in Japan so a lot of organizations are working on um uh, like working like working very hard to improve the working environment of people but there's always like these cases still like people have to work at a like on a really crazy amount of uh workload
0: but it's it's, it's so crazy that mm-hmm. You see, Japanese is also influenced a lot by in- internationalized. You know, like mm-hmm. you see a lot of uh, international company coming to Japan, but still, Japan they have their own thing of going on in yeah. the working style that mm-hmm. it is, it's insane to look yeah. at. I think is it also the way that you, you can't if kind of like if you have a breakthrough mindset, and I was like, you was like, oh fuck this, I I, I can't handle this anymore. I'm going to do something else, but you can't do anything else because no. everywhere the same, they're asking you to do the same type of uh, w- work in like the, the, the level of, of madness.
1: Yeah, like especially if you work for like um, large scale organizations, it's just normal to do really crazy amount of work. And then so if-
0: there was no other way of working harder and harder, and then until you get into the management level, and then you need to work harder and harder, and then until you die
1: yeah and then like people oh, that's I... why people have midlife crisis in japan you know like middle-aged mm. guys always quit uh their jobs around the age of 40 45 even mm. against their family's will you know your family try to stop you from quitting the job because you have already they just flipped the table job. They was like yeah. oh fuck this i don't care anymore <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I can't do this. It's not really satisfying me. It's killing me slowly. So like these middle-aged people, just like... And
0: what do they do um, after they quit their job?
1: Like they sometimes end up opening their restaurants. Like it's mm. really popular practice amongst middle-aged Japanese people in midlife uh-huh. crisis. <laughs> mm-hmm. So like they, they open, um, for example, ramen places or bakery or... Uh, some like Japanese pancake places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe they had some like dream about like, you know, opening their own food places. And then like around the age of 40, 45, they have enough savings to open these places, you know? Mm-hmm. So they just quit their jobs out of nowhere and then start doing their own business. Mm-hmm. But like most of them are not really successful, you know?
0: And for for you... To see this difference, mm-hmm. that for you to go study abroad and then you see the work and life balance in the Netherlands, especially in the Netherlands, people take their personal life very seriously and yeah. they, they treat <laughs> people like a real human, where mm-hmm. you can, you know, express how you feel. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, of course, you need to work sufficiently, but it's also, you know, there's humanity in the working side. And for for you to see this, and you you look back. Is it also one of the reasons you want to stay in Europe because you don't want to be treated uh, unfaithfully?
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely. Like I see a lot of happy Dutch workers, you know, because they have really mm-hmm. good la- work-life balance. And at the same time uh, Dutch people are quite equal to each other. Like, you know, like the, there's no yeah. crazy hierarchies. because I mean, of course you have your boss and then you have manager, and then you have instructors within your organizations, even in the Netherlands. But Mm -hmm. people, you know, mostly equal in this country. So the dynamic Mm. of the relationship between people is a whole lot different, because in Japan or in Japanese organizations, we have crazy hierarchies, you know. Mm-hmm. So, like, being around your boss is already stressful. Like, going out for drinking yeah. with your boss is already stressful. Yeah, but it's, true. Yeah, but it's completely different in the Netherlands, you know? You kind of want to go out yeah. yeah, with your boss because, yeah, like, those people are cool. Like, you consider them a cool person because yeah. they really listen to you and then they're more personal, you know, with you around a lot mm-hmm. of, yeah, situations. So, like, there is no, like barrier between you and them that's why you enjoy your relationship with the boss but it's different in japan
0: so in in japan because i know that the the drinking culture is really really big in japan Mm -hmm. do you go drink with your boss at the end of the day yeah like
1: Like on weekends yeah you
0: are forced to to (laughs) go out with him
1: yeah like
0: i and do do on the drinking table you are forced to talk about work again
1: i um like i sometimes i I liked it sometimes because i had relatively good relationship with my bosses Mm -hmm. and then i sometimes didn't like it because i didn't really feel like it but you kind of had no other choice but to go out with your boss for drinking and always like these people are the first one to get fucked up in the table
0: because... Oh man, I, I, I saw it. That's why I send you the, the Instagram account yeah. called uh, Shibuya meltdown. Uh-huh. Oh my god. That's insane. Uh-huh. I, I show Lassa, one of uh-huh. my housemate, this morning uh-huh. and we both laughed so hard that, yeah. that that guy like he he like he knocked out on the chain uh-huh. and then the, the the door closed and then his head is trapped between the <laughs> train and then people have to pull him out into the yeah. train. Uh-huh. It's so crazy. Yeah. Oh man. But it's just a daily daily scenery in Japan. You just walk in the street, especially does all it weekend. Only happen, does it happen only on a weekend or also on a weekday?
1: Well it depends. But people usually drink really heavily on the weekends because it's end of the day and then Saturday and Sunday mm-hmm. you can just do whatever you want. So, mm-hmm. like, and then, yeah, so you can get really, really drunk on the weekends. Like, people mm-hmm. sometimes, like, going out, um, drinking during your weekday. But, um, like, if you're working on, like, for especially, like, more serious business, like, mm-hmm. they tend to avoid that because they don't want, like, this drinking behavior to affect their productivity the next day. So, usually, you go out for drinking with your boss on the weekends. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then, like, you know, you have have all these stresses piled up from the working week. So you just lose your control, start drinking really heavily. Yeah, true. Yeah. But
0: do do, do you also have the mindset that, for example, like, oh, this bot, I hate this guy. Like, he gave me a lot of work. And then when you go out drinking with him, you you was going to kill him by a lot of beer. And then until he's knocked down, (laughs) he was like, yes, I kill him on a table. Do you have that kind of mindset?
1: I've left it, like I left my boss in the street
0: a lot of Oh man, that's good. That's good. Oh fuck him.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> like, he he gets out of control sometimes, like on drinking, mm-hmm. and whenever he gets really drunk, I get very annoyed by my boss. Mm-hmm. So like you know. Um,
0: well, I hope your boss doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not don't share it to your boss
1: yeah but like my my boss is not on instagram so even if i share this on instagram it'll be fine
0: <laughs> good good
1: yeah and he understands well, they're
0: busy working and then being miserable their whole life so exactly. don't worry about it and
1: <laughs> he doesn't understand english so maybe even if he stumbled upon this podcast he will not understand anything so we can talk shit about oh, yeah, him as much that's as good. we want <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: But yeah. So he he gets out of control sometimes, like, after drinking. So I'm like, fuck this. I'm just going to leave this guy in the street.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Did he recognize, like, the next day when he went to work? No. like. He, and he's like, where are you when I need you? And then I pass out on the street.
1: Yeah, like, he asked me, like, what happened to him the last night. And, like, I said to him, yeah, like, he kind of... You kind of passed out on the street. I tried to save you, but you didn't move. So I just
0: left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's so classic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then, apparently, he managed to go home by himself on that day. Mm-hmm. But he, he he didn't remember, like, about exactly, yeah, true. exactly what happened. And then he said he woke up in his entrance.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's terrible. But it's, I also understand because um, I know that in Japan they uh, you have like uh, all you can drink, mm-hmm. and then like uh, for the for for the fixed amount of money. Yeah. So like for example, how much is it in Japan?
1: Like around fifteen to um, thirty euro, you pay that so much f- amount. Yeah. Around
0: thirty euro, and then you mm-hmm. can drink how much that you can possibly handle in like five hour range.
1: Yeah like you oh. usually if you pay 30 euro it also comes with food so it's both all you can drink
0: and eat yeah yeah so yeah. you, and keep then you told me that you just keep drinking and then when you kind of really drunk you just peak out and then just you know just go in and just hammer yeah. hammer the drink again
1: yeah like you keep drinking that's so insane and then you get filled with liquid in your stomach
0: yeah and then uh-huh.
1: you go to the toilet you just me out everything it's like
0: all right run the <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's so crazy that it's, it's yeah. all everything is connected that where you work a lot and you couldn't escape because you go to different places is also expect the same mm-hmm. as, as, as as I understand mm-hmm. and you like there was like a like a heavy... Uh, uh, expectation uh, from society, like upon your shoulder, that that you you need to you know uh, be an, a reasonable person by working a lot, mm-hmm. and or by that you, you you need to you know um, uh, put the benefit of a company above your own, mm-hmm. and you you feel really unstable between the work life balance and then people. That's why people a lot of people depressed, and then is it also when they feel like that? Because I know there was like a lot of business, like weird business that exists in, in Japan that you kind of, for example, you go into a, a Japanese restaurant and then you have like a space only on your own to eat it. Mm-hmm. Like you don't see anybody else. And then, for example, there was like a cafe where you can uh, 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 lay your head like on some girl laugh and then she just like comfort you. Is <laughs> it's, 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 it's it? Is is those business happen because of the depression and, and and the overwork and the the isolation from the very high industrial uh, uh, society of, of forcing people to overwork.
1: Yeah, I think people tend to how do you say tend to like escaping from the realities or mm-hmm. um, social relationships because they're really exhausted. Like yeah. from just being around people or being alert about what people think about you or how people behave towards you. So mm-hmm. yeah, like a lot of people end up preferring isolation than being around people. That's mm-hmm. why, yeah, like you say, like these business started becoming more popular. Like, especially, mm-hmm. you know, we have the net, net, we call it a net cafe. So you basically mm-hmm. sit in an isolated booth and then do whatever thing you like on the computer, playing games or you know watching movies on a really comfy couch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think people started preferring more of like an isolated area than <clears throat> I don't know socializing with, socializing with others because they simply don't enjoy it anymore. Mm-hmm yeah it's kind of sad though like really
0: yeah but uh do you like how how do you fix it and it's so crazy and for you for for me to 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 hang out with you mm-hmm. and like to be honest like you are the first japanese people that i know that speak english this well <laughs> and you're great. like you you speak english very properly and you have the japanese working ethic but also, I see a lot like a, an, an international vibe in you mm-hmm. that it's just so crazy that you kind of break free from that stereotype in the society where they, they hold you down. And now I, I finally understand that why you don't want to go back in a way that you know you, you, you get swallowed by that kind of mm-hmm. um, of stuff. Yeah. Do, do people realize it though? Like, Do people realize the underwritten rule that, that, that keep them unhappy or because they're so caught up into the, the pattern of, of going to work and then go home and go into work and go home that they can't escape it?
1: Like Sometimes, some people convert the negative mindset into their motivation so mm. they try to like what they're doing and then start paying attention at a brighter side of what they are doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So for example, um, if they earn a certain number in sales that, um, that is kind of converted into their happiness, mm-hmm. or if they, for example, have more specific analogies or if they earn certain skills through the work that also connects to their happiness. So some people are, um, dealing with these like really working situations like by converting like a negative aspects of working into something positive. Yeah, because I sometimes see my friends posting on Facebook about how well they are doing in their company. Mm-hmm. And then they seem very happy, like honestly.
0: So what you mean is that they delusion themselves by the external attention, by um, recognition from the company and then their achievement to kind of uh, blur themselves from seeing themselves that they work to the degree that it's not um, healthy for them anymore.
1: Yeah, like I cannot say it for sure because I'm not really sure if they are truly happy or if they are just faking ha- their happiness. Like, mm-hmm. I cannot really say for sure because I haven't really asked them directly like how they actually feel about mm-hmm. their situation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, maybe in some cases they are trying to fake it and try to make it look good because then you can kind of promote yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. But
0: yeah. yeah. But, um, for, for me to say like, we would... We, we, yeah, I'm. I'm not looking bad about Japan at all. I'm just trying to understand, um, the 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 work and culture and then everything connected to, to see it through like a broader picture. And then the straight line, you know, everything is connected together. Mm-hmm. And 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 now I get it. And uh, of course, everything is have uh, both two way of the picture. Mm-hmm. And you always, if you see the brighter side, there's also a darker side. But I know that the work spirit is not come from the you know the, the 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 urbanization but it's also that it's there already since you know like before the uh, globalization that uh, japanese people like you have the the samurai spirit and you know like really dignity and then you 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 have the work like really high work and ethic like where Where is that came from? Is it because of the when Japan lose the World War Two that you need to push your economy again Then you work really hard or does it exist since day one of the history?
1: Um, I think Japanese people are In general like hard-working people like because mm-hmm. like like through the history like we've been Collectivistic tribes pretty much so mm-hmm. you have to help each other, like by working very hard, you kind of have to make some sort of contribution to the community, you know, and otherwise you get just degraded by others. Or even like in the ancient times, if you are, you know, just part of the tribe, and if you're not working hard for the tribe, you just get kicked out or in extreme case, you get killed by, the, by a tribe member. So you kind of have to work very hard um even within uh within the tri- within your tribe and then um I think it just continued like that throughout the history and then it got even harder um after the World War Two because we lost the war against the rest of the world, right? And mm. like Japan was completely destroyed. You know about Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Yeah. And then it was the catastrophic katastro- 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 damages. You know, mm-hmm. everything was burned out, everything was flat out. And also Osaka and Tokyo got pretty much harmed by America. So mm-hmm. everything was burned yeah. out. Like only, only thing they left was the ashes on the ground. So they had to rebuild the country as soon mm-hmm. as possible to pretty much survive or to revive the economy. Mm-hmm. So, like, these Japanese people World to work their ass off, like, really, really hard to rebuild the country. And then, from that moment, I think mm-hmm. new working mindset was probably created because mm-hmm. now you have to push yourself harder. We call it, like, gambaru. Like, you have to gambaru. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then that's the new mindset. Like, you have to push yourself hard to achieve, like, what mm-hmm. you want. Yeah. And then yeah. from that time was, like, really rebuilding the country together. So mm-hmm. I think that's the time Japanese people created new working mindset. And then mm-hmm. once it became more industrialized or urbanized, you know, like when modern Japan was born after the World War Two uh the mindset was also uh like revolved based on achievements your status how much money you earn yeah yeah so it's more materialistic in a way Mm -hmm. yeah so that's how i think our work ethics has changed
0: and then do people um do people have the kind of they consider their happiness is when they kind of not comparing but also kind of like um, recognized by people but because it's such a collectivistic culture that mm-hmm. for example you know like you know you're doing well when you kind of share your success to your you know people around you know it's like hey i'm a successful person do 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 the the, the society work like that where uh, you getting better not only you try to be better yourself but it's also kind of compare yourself in a way in, in a positive lead, that you see yourself grow and then you know like and then other people see you grow and then they will say oh that guy is doing good and then i'm also gonna try to you know step so i can you know grow with him do do, do you see that kind of tight-knit um a comparison to to try and to push harder is it also the, the, the part of, of working hard um, spirit?
1: Mm, that's like really good question honestly. But um <clears throat> I think like there's always a synergy between people, like when you're working hard and then when you are mm-hmm. working on like certain things together, there's always a synergy, you know? Okay, so this mm-hmm. person is doing like great at these things. Like maybe like I have a lot to learn from the behavior of the person but sometimes mm-hmm. it's very competitive um, in japanese uh, organizations so it's really like a based on the competition like really like against each other mm-hmm. so rather maybe some people have like really unhealthy mindset against other people doing as good as you are doing it's more like you want to step over the person to win the competition mm-hmm. yeah so like of course people kind of like influencing on each other negatively but there are sometimes like these malicious feelings against other people because you really want to win that promotion or the higher position in the organization so
0: did you see yourself like because you study abroad but mm -hmm. do you do see yourself break free from that comparison yeah i don't need to compare myself with anyone or i'm just gonna be good for myself
1: Yeah, like before coming to the Netherlands, I was also a kind of like the typical Japanese businessman. Mm -hmm. Like I was really consumed by this competitive mindset within the organization. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, like I was like, you know, I worked like harder and kind of better than some other people in my team, but I wasn't really getting the right promotion. So I was, Mm -hmm. I was kind of. How to say getting unhealthy mindset around other people mm-hmm.
0: but when so you I disatiify, yeah, and then kind of a little bit um not hateful but you mm-hmm. know negative toward the yeah. concept
1: yeah, like I was like, yeah, maybe I can do harder and then sort of how to say overrun my leader, for example, mm-hmm. yeah, and then I always had like this mindset like yeah, I could do this better than her or him or you know. Like I would do this yeah. way, but I just don't, I didn't say it to, you know, mm-hmm. keep the harmony between us. Yeah. So I was basically consumed by a lot of like materialistic mindset based on my organizational status and then how much I was earning. Like my motivation was really based on the status and the money, you know, mm-hmm. but after coming yeah. to the Netherlands, like, like I saw different working cultures different mindset i experienced i experienced different idealisms in work ethics and then yeah that moment i really broke out of my unhealthy mindset and started paying attention at more of a personal growth Mm -hmm. yeah and then truly started thinking about like what really makes me happy
0: yeah 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 man i i saw the differences in you in the past mm-hmm. year that back then I saw you work really hard and in a way that, you know, you, you, you very trying to achieve the workload. Mm-hmm. And for me now to see you is more like it's, it's more harmony between the way you work and <laughs> you also enjoy going out yeah. and, and do your own stuff that you feel like you enjoy it, you know, going for a walk, cycling yeah. around. That That's that a big difference. Yeah. And it's, it's healthy for your mind. Yeah. And when you look back, like, now, what's your ideology? Like, How how is your ideology shift, in a way? And since when, like, because I know that you was in the Netherlands before, before the Master, mm-hmm. and then does it... <clears throat> really different now when you here for study and uh, for the master or is it already changed when you was uh before the master
1: like i when i was in the netherlands in 2017 i was just a tourist i was dating a dutch girl back then so i was pretty much mm-hmm. visiting her in the netherlands mm-hmm. and she's from the northern part of the netherlands um frisland yeah, and I was just visiting her. I wasn't really trying to, you know, accommodate myself to Dutch mm-hmm. culture. So, like, my, my point of view didn't really change when I came to the Netherlands as a tourist. Because I was just mm-hmm. visiting her and I met her in Japan. So, it's not that I I lived in the Netherlands for a long time and I met her. So, um mm-hmm. my goal was really learning or accommodating myself to Dutch culture. But I was mm. just being there, like really simply being there to be with yeah. my girlfriend. So like nothing mm. changed around my life. So definitely, like when I came to the Netherlands as a uh, as a master student, like mm. things started really changing, like inside of me. Like I still remember I was stressed the fuck out when I yeah. started my program. Like I was... Yeah,
0: true, a, everyone. everyone is so panicking yeah. uh, during the first block.
1: Yeah, I was being so overachiever. Chaotic. Yeah, I was being an overachiever. Like I was really mm-hmm. preoccupied by the mindset of like working hard. I have to achieve. I have to look to other people. Otherwise, people will hate me. Blah blah blah. You yeah.
0: know. Oh yeah. So so that kind of like still the the traditional mindset that, that was in you. Yeah. Yeah. And then wow,
1: and then yeah. And then the you know um, the more I the longer I spent my life in the Netherlands, and a MIG program especially, and mm-hmm. then the more I spent time with like other international people, like you and Milter uh, mm-hmm. uh, from different cultures. Yeah. Yeah, like I started, I think, having, like, opening up my mind more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. then started, like, things more widely. And then, yeah, like, my experience in Netherlands definitely, like, um, gave me open mind mm-hmm. and, yeah, it changed my, like, mindset to work life a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, man, I, I, I saw you change it. The, the way you do stuff, the way you talk, the way you behave is, it's more neutral. It's more... It's more harmony between, mm-hmm. yeah. It's, it's it's not, it's not crazy achieving like you said before. Mm-hmm. Because I I I can see that difference I I work with you for for the past four block. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's insane <clears throat> how, how study abroad changed you. Yeah, but it's, it's also. Do you see, in 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 what way you learn and then uh w- what you give up from your own culture and then what you pick up, like, if you, like, you, like, um, okay, let let me put it in, in, in a nice way to describe it. So, like, you see you as you are now, what thing that you see that you improve and you drop from your own culture, and then what you pick up the most from the Dutch culture?
1: Like, um... So before that, I was thinking I have to be able to do what I have to be able to know what other people can do and know, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like you, I always have to be equal to other people.
0: So you have to be the best as anything.
1: Yeah. And then I was like, that was the mindset I already sort of like adapted in Japanese organizational culture because. You know, like to make yourself look good to other, like other workers or your supervisors. Pretty much, you have to be able to do uh, what other people can do in the company, Mm -hmm. and you have Mm -hmm. to be able to know what other people already know within the company. So I I had that kind of mindset when I came to Netherlands, and of course, it's impossible to be honest. Like Mm -hmm. people always have things they are really good at, and then they are not good at. Yet, for example, yeah. look at Milta. She's super creative. Like she has a very creative mindset, and then she have she has very creative uh, skill sets. And mm-hmm. I don't have that. And then, like, if I still had that Japanese mindset, I would have cornered myself and asked myself why I cannot do what Milta can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's just normal, you know. Like you don't need to frustrate yourself. You just have to keep developing your own skill sets and knowledge at your own pace, because mm-hmm. you can never be equal to. Like let's let me put this like let me put this in a different way. Um, you look at someone better, and it's mm-hmm. not that you can be as good as that person immediately, like in a second, you know. Yeah. 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 So you have to. You don't need to. I, what I learned here is you don't need to. Um, you don't need to feel pressure of being unable to do certain things that yeah. other people can do. Yeah. Yeah. But just do at your own pace, and then eventually you'll get you'll get where you want to be. But you still have to uh, keep practicing on your skills. That's the really most important part. Because, like, you can—it's not like an automatic thingy. Still, yeah, yeah you have to learn yeah. and work hard to achieve what you want. But at the same time, yeah. you don't really like—you don't really compare yourself to others or what others yeah, yeah. can do and you cannot do.
0: Yeah. yeah, I, 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 I get what you mean, man. It's more like. I, I, get, I totally get what you mean. It's more like you need to accept what you suck at mm-hmm. and kind of look at it yeah. like a naked eye and mm-hmm. then understand that you are not always on top of the world and that yeah. there's always somebody better than you and uh, change the way you look at that person that to see instead of jealousy that mm-hmm. was like, oh, fuck him, fuck her. Why, yeah. why he's that good? <laughs> it's more to look at the way that oh that that dude is great like yeah. um it's it's it's, it's in, inspiring mm-hmm. and in a way that if you see them inspiring that you can feel in yourself that you want to driven yourself to be better but yeah. it doesn't need to be at good at him or yeah. her because basically we don't have the same uh, unit of measurement you just need to be good at your own pace like you yeah. said and just 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 be in somewhere that you know constantly pushing yourself and then uh be in your own definition of, yeah. of 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 committing to be better. Yeah, and but then yeah, as, I, or, I, I get what you mean.
1: Yeah, and as far as I'm concerned, I think that helps you more to grow than mm-hmm. you know, like being really competitive against other people. Because when you're being mm-hmm. really competitive against other people, you just have this unhealthy mindset, and you don't really try to get yourself inspired by other people, but by mm-hmm. Yourself, but when you're just trying to inspire yourself by yourself, there's always a limit, you know. But when you are mm. inspired by other people, you really try to learn from other people and you learn about different perspectives, different ideas, and then like you gain more fresh, you know, like ideas from other people, and it really helps you develop your own uh, skills and personality like faster than like doing it on your own i i learned so much from you and then from milter and other people in Mid program a lot like (laughs) because i really opened my mind like like through friendships with you guys pretty much and then Yeah, yeah. yeah that's how i think i developed my current personality and mindset and i'm really grateful for that and then yeah (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, man, I I I really inspire from you as well. Like I think we just we just have a great group of, of people that you know like you work really hard and then in, in, in the first block, I think it's it's not because of working together with you in the library. I, I don't think I would make it. It was so crazy <laughs> that we I remember the first block like wow, like how hard did we work? Like we stayed in the library until 8 and 9 p.m. and just constantly just going in and like oh it's insane and we, mm-hmm. we just keep riding and, and hustling but yeah like i think everyone inspire you in a way that because we such critical to ourselves that we look at ourselves maybe in a bad way and and to other people we 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 you know we, we look at their the good side they're, they're always something in in other mm-hmm. people that better than us and then yeah we, we try and to achieve to uh, to be like them. I think to to have that's why people around you affect you so much, and the way you look at them it just constantly pushes you. Yeah. And it's great. Uh, yeah, man. I'm I'm really happy for you that I saw you change so much, and you also see the harmony in you and in the the peace in you. Yeah. And what what's next for you? Like, what was your plan next? One time we finally finished the crazy faces oh, I'm so happy yeah that I hope I hope we don't yeah. need to think about it anymore yeah
1: I hope we're gonna all pass like I'm still worried oh, about me, this me too
0: <laughs> no shut up <laughs> Japanese what you what are you talking about man like you are you are gonna be among the people who pass the highest um, shut the fuck up I really hope so <laughs> uh,
1: let's see what's gonna come out but yeah um, next for me is I'm uh, I'm trying to find a job in Europe or Netherlands particularly, and mm-hmm. yeah, but I just and I want to be a I want to be a digital marketing manager in the future. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm learning a lot of things around digital marketing, uh, taking some courses, like you know, um, have sport like like these online courses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm trying to develop my skills as a digital marketing manager yeah and just trying to find a job um, outside japan mm-hmm. yeah because i think i need to be abroad to keep myself for my how to say it, to keep this growth mindset like if yeah. i if i go back to japan and i got my job in japan i think i stop thinking about my own personal development because I'm Mm -hmm. already in the how do you say like in the environment I feel comfortable I can just breathe normally Mm -hmm. but when you're Mm -hmm. abroad constantly experiencing different cultures you have to keep developing your own mindset and um, how do you say like the yeah like mindset to accommodate that into the, the culture. Yeah. Yeah. So like like being abroad for me is I think healthy like and it makes me happier. So I really want to find my yeah. job yeah outside the outside Japan.
0: I I think about it a lot also that does it gonna be the same if you stay in abroad mm-hmm. and find a job because when you are abroad here uh, um uh, like definitely that because you don't have the responsibility toward your own culture because here you, you are foreigner, you are expat. Mm-hmm. So you in a way that you you know, you you, you 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 break free from the social norm because you don't you you, you, you already break through and then here you're already an outcast. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's it's allow you to do things more differently and then also yeah. you own yourself a lot. So you haven't a good idea of what your thoughts look like. But what if you at home, like, w- would you imagine that would you keep constantly pushing yourself or having your own, uh, own way of thinking if you was in Japan or no? Like, it's, it's only good or maybe better if you abroad. Because I, 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 I thought about this a lot. I, I, mm-hmm. I'm quite curious when you brought it up.
1: Yeah, like, if I actually came back to Japanese working environment stuff, like, I will definitely have crazy reverse culture shock. Yeah. Yeah, and then I'd probably dislike what I'm doing at Japanese companies and how I have to behave around, like, these environments. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, so definitely being abroad is healthy for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then, yeah, sorry, what was the question? (laughs) <laughs> you
0: no, know, like I wanted to know that if you put it in a, in a situation that you here and you at home, is it gonna be the same in term of your personal growth and you you more in touch with yourself? Yeah, I you think if you at home, you will kind of lose your part, something to the society itself, to the yeah. to the expectation of the social norm itself.
1: Yeah, so that's really what I'm. Afraid of being back in Japan the most, like really, like losing what I gained in the Netherlands mm-hmm. because of the social norm there, and then, yeah, like if I actually like, for for example, like if I go back to Japan, spend significant amount of time again, I might mm-hmm. get my old Japanese mindset back, mm-hmm. and then it's and you of- don't want that. No, I already recognize it as a unhealthy mindset, but mm-hmm. I might end up getting that mindset back in my life again because of working for Japanese organizations. Because you have to kind of accommodate yourself again into that environment to sort of yeah. survive. You know, you have to be competitive. Yeah. Yeah, and then you really have to sell yourself out and then your motivation becomes... Like based on your more materialistic things than personal growth or more valuable things to your life. That's why yeah. I prefer to be abroad, like outside Netherlands. No, not outside okay. Japan, sorry. Yeah, because I think then I have more, how do you say, like growth mindset. And then, yeah, yeah I probably keep thinking about...
0: more... Because you're more in charge of yourself here. Yeah,
1: like is, you're is it more it in and touch. Then... Like you really listen to yourself, how you feel. Yeah. And then you try to keep your mind open, keep your views like wider, to really mm. figure out what's going on around your yeah, yeah, yeah. life True. and what's good and healthy or idealistic to your life. And I really yeah. like doing that. Like every single day. Like I live in Utrecht right now, and I live in. Uh, student house like you came over yeah Yeah. and then there are many international people so there are many chances of uh, getting to know people from different cultures different countries here and of course people have different mindset different behaviors and when you interact with unknown behaviors you sometimes get confused but at the same time that gives you new perspectives you know when you have really intense conversation with from different cultures, you really share different mindsets. Yeah. Yeah, like that's why I like listening to your podcast as well because you invite like different international people and then they share different mindset, and then mm-hmm. I get really inspired by these different mindset, like how how to deal with stress, frustration, or the life obstacles, you know. But when you're that's back in Spain, like... it's just all the- yeah, yeah. like so, the same. You. Yeah. But when in Japan, it's all across the same. People have similar mindset, so you don't really like get fresh perspectives, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, like. But do you, do you think that you have the power to fight back though, like to fight back the the the, the what society put on you and then to to stand
1: out? It's very sensitive topic, I think in Japan because people in general in Japan doesn't really like people having crazy or, how to say, they don't really, like, misfits, you know, and they kind of consider you as a crazy person. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, no, just, just not for people, just for yourself. Like, -hmm. if you came back, do you feel like, okay, like, I'm trying to fight with everything I got just to keep myself, Mm -hmm. like, from not corrupt, but (laughs) not you know losing myself for the society mm-hmm. like i'm 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 trying to save myself for the sake of being with myself
1: yeah i think it's going to be very difficult for me to be honest yeah. like yeah like i told you um how can i say like if i work for japanese company again um like maybe you can like i try i can i have a chance to try To fight against these traditional Japanese mindsets. But at the same Mm. time, it's going to take a lot of time for me to build the status, like the, that's higher enough, high enough to, or the powerful enough to change the organizational mindset because it's very hierarchical. People don't really listen to you if you're new in the company. It's going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I I get what you mean, man. Yeah, yeah. it's hard. It's great. It's a great mm-hmm. conversation, man. Yeah. Thank you. So crazy. I think that's 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 what I do in this podcast for that that the people I thought that I know very well, and then I, when I do podcast with them, I, I find something that I never know before, and in a way that's very inspiring and mm-hmm. is feed yourself in a way that uh, you know you always understand why people think a certain thing and then what what mechanism that 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 trigger to them to to take on certain decision and what you said is so inspiring on that um you not you don't give up that to settle for less mm-hmm. you always want more but now I, I i can see in the goal is not only to be successful but it's also that you fighting for the peace of mind, for the improvement, just for the sake of yourself, not for comparing with anyone else. Mm-hmm. And that's beautiful in a way. And for you especially that you from you come from a very harsh culture <laughs> that yeah, Japanese have a really harsh culture of working, you know, and then to for any culture, it's not only uh Japanese, that for you escaping and defy your own, you know, little culture that that what you believe in and and what your value is to seek that kind of stuff is, yes, yeah, it's, it's a crazy journey, mm-hmm. and I'm so happy that I get to know that behind, you know, like w- what you choose and kind of, yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. Do, yeah. do you have anything else to say?
1: Um, I'm really happy that I I hope I could share a lot of good Japanese perspectives in your podcast today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I could be somewhat like biased, you know, <laughs> because mm-hmm. I have my own mindset like towards Japanese culture.
0: Yeah, yeah, but it's 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 always good when you, you know, like you we study international communication, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you have you know the 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 good way that you to understand your own culture and then compare it not in a way that negative or positive but you you know you 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 compare it in a neutral way and and you see what the good side and bad side mm-hmm. uh, for you and you take out of it and you know just implement it into a way that is, is satisfy your need and, and and benefit for you in the future mm-hmm. which is great and i hope after this podcast like a lot of your friend in 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 Japan, in, in Japan, they might listen, and maybe they have some comment on this, and I, I I would love to hear from them, like what they agree on and what they disagree on. So if they message you, just just please let me know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's great, man. Yeah, thank you yeah. so much. Yeah, thank you so much, man. Yeah, yeah, thank you for coming on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you. That's it, people. That's, <laughs> it. that's that's the end of the podcast. Thank you. Nice, man.